Welcome to the Pasho Perspective, a place where I offer my perspective on everything in the space between life and death. I'm your host, Pasho. Today, we are not going to be talking about Shasta Nelson's three requirements to friendship. I apologize in advance for anybody who was looking forward to that episode. I promise you it will come. It will probably be the next episode coming uh, next week. But this morning, uh, I kind of woke up with an idea that Uh, I should talk about today, and I want to strike while the iron is hot. Uh, This morning, after I took a shower somewhere in the space between uh, brushing my teeth and brushing my hair, I heard in the bathroom the lovely sound of my daughter's breathing. And so I want to dedicate this episode to the sound of breathing. Now, I know it doesn't sound like much, and to be quite honest, Throughout my 43 years of life, I have never really thought about breathing all too often. However, I was brought to its attention today. So let me share with you. So in the space between brushing, I heard my daughter's breathing through the door, mind you, that separates the master bedroom from the master bathroom. And I started to focus on that sound. And I started to... I don't know, I started to really appreciate the noise. There were only a few instances in my life where I'd ever put any attention on my breathing. The first time, I believe I was eight years old, and I was in a soccer league for the very first time. My father was a big soccer fan, and I wanted to make him happy, so I tried out. It didn't go too well for me. I wasn't very good. Needless to say, I am not a professional soccer player at the moment. Uh, never played for college, never played for high school. I don't think I was very good. Although, anyway, we'll just leave it at that. I do recall, however, in one of the first games that I played in, that there was a girl uh, about twice the size as I was. At least that's how I remember it from my uh, angle, I guess, or vantage point as a child. And she kicked the ball as an attempt to move the ball forward in the field. And unfortunately, little old me was standing in the ball's trajectory, and it just smashed right into my stomach, and it knocked all the air out. I mean, it was the first time I've ever had the air knocked out of me. Uh, For those of you who have never had that sensation, let me tell you, it's kind of scary because, you know, when you hit your back so hard falling backwards, or in this case, when you have somebody punch you in the stomach, as it were, with a soccer ball, it takes all the air out. And for a brief moment, there's some panic because you can't get any air in. And so you have to take like these little bursts of breath, you know, like a (gasps) and start filling up the lungs again. And then after a little time passes by, you can start breathing normally again. And Really hadn't thought about that incident too much uh, until today. And another incident where I, you know, was focusing on my breathing. Again, the I had the breath knocked out of me is when I was, I believe, in fourth or fifth grade. And at this point, I was still living in Chicago. And of course, there's lots of snow in the wintertime. And I don't know about you guys, but at that time, the Uh, elementary school would hire somebody, plow the snow from the playground onto one of the sides of the playground. And so you would get a snowbank. And what we kids would do then is we would play a game called King of the Hill, 
where you would climb the top of the mount of the snowbank, and it was everybody's job to try to you know push you or drag you off, and then stake their claim on top of the hill, and then they became king of the hill, and then everybody tried to get that person down. And you know, fast forwarding a little bit, I was the king of the hill. I was on top, and you know, for my brief five seconds of fame before somebody came charging up towards me and pushed me backwards. And I mean, the snowbank must have been at least three feet high. So I go backwards, my back smashes onto the ground, and it knocks all the air out of me. And again, for a few seconds, there's some panic because I couldn't breathe. There was no teacher around. Nobody had seen it. You know, none of my friends are all my age. They don't know what the heck to do about it or what's going on. And for a brief second, you know, I thought, oh my gosh, you know, I'm going to die. Like, I can't breathe. I can't get any air in. But eventually, you know, the panic dissipates and here I am still breathing. (laughs) So you can kind of guess the ending there. But, you know, in my life, that's really the only times I ever focused on breathing until I became a parent. When I became a dad for the first time to my little Pachito, I remember, well, first of all, I remember a story of one of my colleagues who lost their grandchild due to SIDS. It scared me, you know, to the point that I was paranoid, you know, that it could happen at any time to my kid. And so for me, there was no sound better than the breathing of my son. To wake up in the middle of the night and hear him snoring by my side or in his bassinet or, you know, even in his crib from maybe a baby monitor, there's really nothing more beautiful for a parent, I think, than listening to the sweet lullaby of your child's breathing. And, you know, fast forward two kids, you know, later after my son, so, you know, totaling of three, and here I am again you know, with my third kid, and I'm still surprised by how hypnotizing and wonderful it is to hear your child breathe. And so I just wanted to dedicate this program, uh, this episode, to that, to everyone, you know, every parent who out there who knows exactly what I'm talking about, who has shared the same fear as I had had, you know, and that I still carry today. I still want to hear the breathing of my children. I still, at night, when I'm certain they're asleep, I go by their room so I can hear it. And I can tell the difference, you know. Santiago breathes differently than Patricio, you know, and Amelie breathes differently than her two brothers, you know. And every once in a while, not to put her out or anything, but my wife, you know, she's got some sinus issues, and sometimes I can hear her breathing too, And it's really lovely. It probably has to be one of my favorite songs in the soundtrack of life. And so I just wanted to dedicate an episode to show my appreciation to that wonderful gift that we all have, that we don't have to think about, it just happens naturally. Let's take today that when we wake up in the morning, we give thanks for having our souls renewed and our lives awakened, our hearts still beating and our lungs still full of air and breath. And so with this, I'll leave you with Pearl Jam's Just Breathe. Yes, I understand that every life must end. As we sit alone, I know someday we must go. Oh, I'm a lucky man. 
To count on both hands the ones I love Some folks just have one Yeah, others they have none Oh, Stay with me Let's just breathe Well, thank you for joining me today. If you liked the episode, please share it. And in case you haven't already, please smash that subscribe button and leave a review. It would help me and the podcast out tremendously. You can also support me and the podcast over at Patreon. Just go to patreon.com backslash the Pasho Perspective and become a member of Pasho's Chachos. God bless you and have an amazing life. We'll meet again next week where we'll be discussing Shasta Nelson's Three Requirements to Friendship, a.k.a. Friendship.